What's up, everybody, and welcome into Pace the Nation, broadcasting here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. I'm your host, Chris Farley, back again for episode number 108. Exciting episode to get to today. Alongside me today, my one and only co-host, it's Joanna Yerusso. Joanna, what's up? 108, not the temperature in the studio. No, it's nice. Uh, so it's nice and rainy, which you enjoy. Uh, probably around, you know, high 60s. Yeah, you, the high today will be 70 degrees. Wow, you are, you're loving this. Here as we sit late May, that's pretty solid. So I don't want to hear it from you for the rest of the year, all right? <laughs> Uh, I think it's. Uh, I think. I think everything else. You know, this is this is just gravy that you've gotten. This beautiful weather here in, in May. Again, beautiful quote unquote weather as it rains and it's dank and drab outside for most people. Wouldn't enjoy it. It's very refreshing and well, renewing. It's. It is. It is. It's not bad running weather. I'll give you that. That's I had for a sure. great workout this morning. There you go. Well, congratulate. Well, that's awesome. But uh, big show to get to today. And we're going to have to do it sans docks. Sans docks. Is that the How correct term? How many people term? do you think we just lost? <laughs> Is that the correct term? I was, uh, you know, I, I say something like that, like the word sans and docks would probably chime in and have something witty or funny to say. But without them here, I don't know. I guess, I don't know. Are, are you going to give me a hard time? Or are the guests going to give me a hard time? I mean, it's just going to be kind of a, a weird show without docks. Yeah, I can't be doxxed. No, 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 we don't want you to try to be doxxed. Uh, but we will miss one William E. Dox. He's going to be gone for at least this um, at least this week and possibly next week. So any audio problems or, you know, my computer's barking in the background here, any of that stuff, um, you know, just, just kind of bear with us because Dox usually handles all that. Uh so he handles it so eloquently. Well, know, I feel the, like this didn't this happen last year, and then his yeah. contract got renegotiated. That's true. That's that. That is true. So Docs will be not with us today. Hopefully, he'll be back next week. But uh, the show moves on. Big show to get to today. Uh, excited today, Joanna, to be joined by a couple of new runners, Laura Seymour and Lindsay Lappin. They are. Uh, j- they just completed the Ragnar Relays Cape Cod. Uh, sort of family friends of mine, and they're kind of new to running and enjoyed uh, the Ragnar out in Cape Cod. And we're going to talk some Ragnar Relay, and we're going to talk about their experience, uh, kind of their first time running Ragnar. Uh, how was it for them? I think it was, it was, spoiler alert, pretty awesome. So look forward to sitting down with them today on the program. Also today, uh, Joanna witnessed a world record. Uh, I believe that happened on Sunday, so you're going to have to yep. let us know what that was. A couple friends of the program have changes in their jobs. Uh, they're both coaches, so we're going to talk about that. And I do want to touch a little bit on uh, some professional running and some controversy going on in the professional running scene. So a lot to get into today, uh, but... Before we bring our guests in, have you run a Ragnar Relay race, Joanna? Yes. Have you run Hood to Coast, just Ragnar? Yes. You've run Hood to Coast yeah. and what, what What do you think of these relay races? Hood, Hood to Coast is the one that everybody knows, and it probably started uh, this this trend that is an awesome trend of, of relay races that run through the night. 
Um, I used to have a really good team that I ran with, so I had a lot of fun doing them, but they are so exhausting. Yeah, they definitely are. I almost think it takes more out of you than a marathon. I actually would not have thought that until I did one in a marathon buildup and then tried to run a marathon, you know, a few weeks or a month later, and the marathon was just not good. Uh, because I agree, it's, it is a super rewarding, awesome bonding experience but they're difficult um and we'll, we'll kind of explain what ragnar's uh how the, they work logistically and we'll talk to uh Lindsay and laura about it if so there's you, 12 people on 12 a te- people on a team yeah exactly six and, in each van right. or you can do an ultra and just have one van which six, is crazy six people but yes and so you all cover 200 miles or, or whatever the race whatever dis- the race distance is yep. and it's broken up into legs yep and the idea is, let's say you had a baton. The baton would be in continuous motion for those 24, 36, whatever, how many hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, because w- somebody from your team would be, would be moving and running with the baton. Uh, it sounds crazy because you get zero sleep. You're in a van together with five other smelly people uh, and all the smelly clothes all the smelly clothes running in and out of of you know transition zones driving to the next transition zone uh, grabbing you know 30 minutes of sleep when you can uh, eating whatever is available stopping if you can stop to eat or you know just having a power bar if you can't but you know I didn't paint a very good picture of it but because honestly it's it's one of the most uh, fun running events that I've ever been a part of. Uh, Docs and I and a, and a crew of ours do the Ragnar DC race, which is from Cumberland, Maryland, into uh, Washington, D.C. But we do it every other year. So this is a year we're supposed to do it. Uh, it's one of my, my favorite experiences we had. It's a amazing bonding experience, like a, a team experience like no other. Like, you know, like you were when you were in high school or college if you were on a team. Uh, and I think these, the, Laura and Lindsay uh, experienced that and just really, really enjoyed it. So we're going to uh, have them talk about it. But Docs and I are planning on doing the Ragnar Relay here in September. Like I said, it's um, Cumberland, Maryland to D.C. Have you done that one before, Joanna? Yes. Yeah, and I, uh, I've, I've done it with, have I been on the same team? Because, you know, Elise always puts together or frequently puts together a pretty Did you good just team. ask me if we were ever on the same yeah, team? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I was, I'm trying to remember. I was on a team with Elise. Were you on that team no. too? No. Okay. Because she puts on these, these, I mean, she is the queen of, you know, organizing these events. Mm-hmm. And that's, of course, we're talking about Elise Brainer, who uh, coordinates all our social runs and other things out of our 14th Street store. Uh, but she put together a Ragnar Relay one time that I ran on. I've never been involved in something so organized. <laughs> I mean, just like anything so organized. Uh, that's the standard. So if you want to run an organized Ragnar Relay, get on one with Elise Brainer. But have you run, run one with Elise? I, I think I've run every... I've done all of my relays with Elise, really? actually. Yeah. See, your experience is, is not like ours. Because sometimes we're like missing... Uh, checkpoints. No, that never no. happens with the least. Um, we don't have the right type of food. A lot of people don't have uh, the, uh, the 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 reflective vests. There's Ugh. a lot of things that that you need for these races. That uh, if you're not organized, uh, I mean Ragnar, if you don't have like a flashlight and a reflective vest, they'll they'll pull you off the course. 
So well, at least does it right. She does it right. Yeah. So she has a whole binder of um, organizational oh, information, an ops plan, if you will. Yeah, it is. It's it's it is quite something. She does a great job. So if you can, if you're a listener and you can get on in one of the Elise Brainer's uh, Ragnar teams, I'd highly recommend it. So how many have you done? Um, I've done Hood to Coast. I've done Ragnar DC. I've done American Odyssey. Um, and I've done one in Vermont. So okay. four. Oh, wow. You've yeah. sampled a number. I've done Hood to Coast. I've done Ragnar DC a few times. And then I did one in North Carolina that... Um, you know, it was it was good, but it wasn't the standard that Hood to Coast or or Ragnar put on. Uh, Ragnar does a fantastic job. They've been great partners with uh, Pacers Running for a long time, so we'd highly recommend uh, running that that race that comes up in September. But these guys ran one in Cape Cod. Um, Joanna, you love the New England area. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't done that one. Um, well, you know who did also do Cape Cod was Simply Eves. Oh, she did. She okay. was up there this past. Was it this past weekend? Two weekends. It was ago? two weekends ago. Yeah, two weekends ago. She was up there as well. Yeah. I wonder if Lindsay and Laura saw uh, Simply Eves out there. Hmm. I know Eva baked a lot of cookies. Yeah, I was going to say life. maybe if somebody handing out really scrumptious <laughs> treats was out there, maybe that was her. Uh, we'll ask him that. And a lot more. It's going to be Lindsay Lappin and Laura Seymour. They're joining us next here on Pace the Nation. All right. Welcome back to the program. And now, Joanna, we are excited to be joined by... These are family friends of mine from forever, <laughs> forever ago. It's Lindsay Lapham and Laura Seymour, who just completed the Cape Cod Ragnar Relays. Guys, how are you? Thanks for joining us. Good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Well... I uh, kind of talked to Joanna before uh, the, the, the segment started with you guys about we were just talking about Ragnar Relays and how great they are, relay races, how great they are. But I wanted to start off with something else that is also really great, which is Arlington County. You know, Joanna, <laughs> I, I talk about Arlington County on this show all the time, how great it is. And you know what? Three of us here in the studio right now, Docs is in here, so it's Joanna, Lindsay, and Laura and I are in the studio right now. Three of us were born and raised, well, I'm not sure if you guys are born, but just work with me here a little bit. <laughs> we're born and raised in Arlington County and now also live in Arlington County. I mean, that is rare, right? Yeah, that is rare. Is Very that? rare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, you guys... Uh, these guys went to Yorktown High School, um, and I think, did both of you guys move away from Arlington County and then married and moved back here? Is that how I, I did. Okay. If you consider Fairfax County. <laughs> yes, that is. That is, that is moving far, far away. Yes. Might as well be California. <laughs> it might as well. Yeah. So you guys are Arlingtonians and now live in Arlington. I mean, it truly is a rare breed. Everybody here in Arlington is like, you're, you're from here? Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm very proud uh, to say that you're s- severely outnumbered, Joanna. Got- <laughs> oh, should, I just, should I leave? Yeah. <laughs> we got the Arlington County Love Fest in yeah. there. Uh, now, these guys were um, best friends with my sister. And uh, I was talking to Denise. Growing up, they were best friends with Denise. And I was talking to Denise last week about uh, their experience at Ragnar Cape Cod. And I was like, wow. I mean, Denise was just like gushing and glowing about it. What a great time it was. And Lindsay and Laura are now runners, but really weren't runners. And I think that's what's so great about Ragnar is that 
it really brings people like my sister, who was, you know, kind of a longtime runner, together with teammates like you guys, who weren't necessarily hardcore runners, but now I think you guys are really into it, right? <laughs> we can, we're officially allowed to call ourselves runners. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, just like the camaraderie of yeah. what you guys experienced, that, that must have been like the best thing about it, right? Yeah, no, it was great. I mean, it was cool to have the, first of all, our team was consisted of, a bunch of moms that we know that mm -hmm. are all go to our school or whatever. And then, you know, obviously Lindsay and Denise and I are super long-term friends and I don't know, it was just, it was a neat group of people. And you know, Denise is a professional runner. Right. That's a week. She was our professional runner right. of the team right. and we're all just regular average Joe's. So, right. you know, it was neat to have that, you know, come together. Yeah. So had, did you guys all know each other beforehand or were there some people that were meeting for the first time? Um, we had one woman, she invited her cousin who was living in Alabama. So that was the only sort of unknown. So Laura kind of organized the group. So before these guys came on, we were talking about how Elise sort of organizes a, a ton of Ragnar Relay groups. And that's kind of what you did, Laura. Like, were you the ringleader to get everybody together? Yes. So I start, well, we originally had, we were supposed to do the Ragnar, K, uh, no, Key West. Key West, um, yeah two years ago and then I guess they kind of reorganized it the Key West people weren't happy about it and they changed the distance and we were just like forget it we'll just drop out um, so we kind of already had a loose team put together um, by another Arlingtonian Rachel Shelton there you go. Yep. and um, so we kind of knew we had some of the pieces together and I had started following Ragnar on Instagram it was like last day to join the lottery <laughs> so I sent out like a quick text, text message to everybody I'm like are we going to do this? And they're like, yeah, just do it. And I was like, we'll never get in. We won't get in. But I'm like, of course, that means we'll get in. Yeah. So then we got in. And then so you had to, you know, be like, okay, you said you'd do it. So you're on board, right? You're doing it, right? So you get the text from Laura that you're actually in, Lindsay. And I mean, are you excited, nervous? Are you like thinking, wow, I got to fake an injury here? Like, what, <laughs> what, what is that like? There were definitely moments throughout the, because when did we register in the fall? Yeah. 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 There were definitely moments throughout the six month period where I was like, if I didn't want to do this, <laughs> would I be able to get out of it? No, but I was pretty excited about yeah. it until probably the end that I started getting like a little nervous. I was like, this is actually happening. Right. And I'm actually going to stay up all night long and run three different legs. Yeah. So, but it was awesome. Yeah. So we'll, we'll explain uh, a little bit before we get into you guys' experience there. Explain a little bit more about what a Ragnar Relay is for our listeners. So it's a relay race with 12 people. And I guess the mileage can differ. But mm -hmm. how much, do you know how long I think they said was? it was like 100. 190 or 196. Okay. So it's usually like pretty close. 200-ish, close I yeah, think. So yeah, so 200 miles. So people, I mean, people on the team are running, you know, various distances. So some legs will be three, four miles. Some legs will be up to eight miles. Uh, and between the, if you add up all your mileage, you could run, you know, 12 to 20 miles mm -hmm. or so um, throughout the, the three legs. And like you said, you're not really getting much sleep. I mean, you can grab a cat nap here and there. Uh, you're driving in a van through, you kind of navigating, you know, kind of areas that you've never been. You got a map and they really do a good job organizing. It really helps to have someone like Laura, who's super organized uh, from the, from the beginning too. But, you know, there's a lot of points uh, that, that are kind of really uncertain about the race. 
um, that have nothing to do with whether you can do the running or not. Yeah. I mean, everything logistically is super challenging. Uh, did you guys find it, you know, sort of challenging, you know, let's take even the running out of it. Was it logistically challenging just to get from point A to point B? Um, I don't know. Van One said it. I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. What, what do you have to say, Van One? We were talking about that on the way over. Laura did find it a little stressful. Yeah. Couple of <laughs> it can be. Well, yeah. I'm a super harmonious fan, so I can say <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Yeah. See, so, these guys were yeah. in different bands, so yeah. the, 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 you know, the, we can be some revisionist history yeah. here a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Um, I thought I, I'm a time stress person. And yeah. so when we got in the car, you know, we don't even know what we're doing. I'm like, well, how are we supposed to get there? Right. Ah, I'm at the driver's seat. I'm like, I don't think this is really a good idea for someone that finds time <laughs> stressful. We don't right. even know what we're doing. But no, I think we got lost a couple times. But other than that, you know, drive it. We kind of nailed it down after maybe the first two or three legs. It wasn't as stressful. Yeah. I feel like our biggest stressful moment in trying to get to the different exchange points was just trying to fit in coffee yeah <laughs> yeah where are we gonna find right, right. <laughs> like yeah that is that is stressful because you don't want to be you know go to a coffee shop long line and right. then you're gonna have the, your other person finish and then they're waiting on you while you're waiting in coffee lines so yeah it is very stressful yeah um what did you guys like did you organize your food beforehand i mean I know you're kind of half joking about the coffee, but not really joking about it. Did you organize your food beforehand? Did you eat during? How did that work out? Uh, um, we had one person that had done a Ragnar in October. Okay. <laughs> so we're really putting all of our eggs in her basket of knowledge. And she kind of just said, this is what we did. So we sort of loosely talked about it, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, we went to the store and the van split up and we're like, let's get this, let's get that. Yeah. I mean, we got like, bars and some fruit and yeah. trail mix i guess yeah. oh yeah and bread, bread and peanut butter mm -hmm. and bananas yeah yeah so uh you guys were in, were in different vans how much communication was there between van one and van two because sometimes in these you see each other maybe that one exchange zone or every you know every three times during throughout the uh throughout the event but maybe not even that much right yeah, no, basically we just saw each other at the major exchanges. Yeah. And then we were on like a full text. And so we'd say, um, Lindsay went out as runner five. So we were all kind of calculating mm -hmm. what time that they were going to show up at the exchange where we were going to meet them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they also, <laughs> we learned about um, find my friends on your phone. <laughs> nice, that's good. Um, so you share your location, and which was great because then you could see, oh, Susan's like this far into her run. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it kind of updates maybe every couple minutes or something. I thought the funny part was you were, so we had started our first leg in after exchange six. They're all um, out to lunch or whatever. And I'm like, where are they? I'm like, yeah. And so I text them, how's Mama Mia's going with like the <laughs> eye emoji? And they're like, it's awesome. Then I kept checking back. Where are they? They're yeah. still there. They need to get to the exchange. Why are they still there? <laughs> wow, you made a good call, Lindsay, not being in Laura's van. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, oh, my gosh. No, no, it was no, a no. joke. No, you need, no, you need, you need, you need 
need somebody who's going to be the taskmaster. I mean, yeah. that for us is, is Docs. Docs is who's not here today. He definitely does a good job for that when, when we when we run ours. Um, so what was your team name? Um, Hull lot of hotties. Because got the shirt on. I got on. the shirt on. Yeah. Um, so we wanted something that was like fun and, I don't know, had good marketing potential. And so <laughs> we started in the town of Hull. And then everyone on our team wanted Soul Sisters. But they already had somebody, another team already had that name, right? And so we had to convince most of the people to go with this name. Well, we'll uh, we're going to get a picture with the four of us together, and we'll tweet out that out, and you can see that Laura is wearing the uh, official team shirt, <laughs> and so you'll be able to see that cool logo. Who who designed the logo for you guys? Um, I, I did. Nice. And then got some feedback from the other ladies, and as I said, we wanted to be able to like make a cool magnet and have sort of a costume. So I guess our costume was that we all wore red lipstick. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I like tattoos. it. Oh yeah, and we had tattoos like. Yeah. Like on our face Temporary and on our neck. Tattoos. Yeah. Not yeah. like real tattoos. Yeah, we all okay. got tatted. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed on the team unless you get a real tattoo of lips somewhere. Our are serious. Yeah. Um, so did you also decorate your vans? We did. Yeah. yeah. With the same sort of logo, the, uh-huh. the lips, and nice. Yeah, we yeah, one of our teammates had these huge magnets made that had um, the tagline that we have on the back of our shirts, and then she got these huge lips that we put on like the front of like the van for both vans. Yeah, and then yeah. Well, you know, it, it, the big thing about Ragnar, they are fun, and that's what they're supposed to be. And you guys sound like you took it seriously enough, but not super seriously, which is you know for a lot of people who are running try to run fast as, as you possibly can maybe like Joanna and I try to well sort of you know but you know it's it's just a different you guys probably had a different experience Denise was telling me you know uh, at one point somebody on the, the course tried to FaceTime you <laughs> and you know I wouldn't think that anybody would have their phone running much less answer so tell me that that story Lindsay. well so by the third leg i was really tired and um obviously had not gotten much sleep over almost even, zero i'm sure almost zero. Yeah. and even the, the first night because we went to bed really late got up really or start was really early so i was exhausted and it was just like you know you're it takes everything you have to get out of this like third run and i was like you know I'm, I'm kind of over this running class. Right, like, right. I'm going to call some people. So I'm like, so I'm on my phone and the, whole, the two vans are texting. And I start chiming in on their conversation. While you're running. Yeah. While I'm running. And Laura's like, I'm confused. Right? Like, I'm like, oh, no, no. I, I'm literally waiting for like my drinks at the end. Like, yeah. like, champagne emojis. And then we start face, I start FaceTiming with each van as I'm running. Nice. <laughs> like, hey, what are you doing? But I have to add, that was my fastest mile. Everybody was like, you should not face them. I was like, I ran faster in that mile than any other mile. So. Well, that's, that's awesome. So you guys are both kind of relatively new to running. Um, you both, you, Lindsay, two kids, three kids? Yes, and, and Laura, three, three kids. So uh, busy home lives with your husbands and kids and you fit running in. How was the training for you guys? Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. I mean, we so we have like a group, which is most of the team that we mm-hmm. actually ran with, um, that meets. We do Tuesday, Thursday mornings at 6.15 and do like a little neighborhood route. And then we did met on the weekends, like for a wow. Saturday long run or whatever. 
but yeah so i i had the longest um the longest distance so i was like oh 22 miles i'll just train like a marathon and then i talked to denise because <laughs> clearly a regular joe runner should be taking advice from denise who's our professional runner My quote sister, unquote yeah. um and she's like yeah just you know maybe do like a 10 or 12 miler on the weekend i'm like well whatever her training plan that's surely gonna work for me <laughs> so then i ratcheted back to that and okay. actually it was fine i felt totally prepared and you, you did too right yeah and i mean i think like it's it's so huge to have a group right. yeah to do anything like, yeah i think if it had just been me on my own trying to do it i probably you know so many saturday mornings i would have been like ah forget it <laughs> right. yeah doing this right yeah but you have like six people outside your door i mean there were times where there were six <laughs> people outside of my door That's like awesome. we're waiting <laughs> 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 like, okay, I, I have a, i have one kid I have one kid. I have a problem getting my runs in. I mean, I'm impressed <laughs> yeah. with you guys because it is is difficult, but you do rely on the group, which oh, is yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. Definitely. The great Arlington County group. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what is running? I mean, has it been kind of, I believe, running to be transformative? Have you guys experienced that? So when the first, when I ran my first marathon, I was like inspired to do it. And then I did it. And then I was kind of felt like, if I can do that, I can do anything. Right. And I felt there was certain things, you know, I was working at the time that I might have been too nervous to do that. It was like, no, you can do anything. Remember, you said that to yourself after you ran that, ran that race. And now, obviously, I'm not working. I stayed home with my kids. But I mean, for me personally, it's sort of like our therapy. We're out there, you know complaining about our lives or <laughs> right, right, right. celebrating every single right. moment um you know it's it's kind of our therapy and I always say like if I don't work out that day I'm not a nice mommy <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like I have a lot of people say to me you know other people that I know who do other kinds of workouts or always say like oh I couldn't do that right and I'm like you you really can't yeah if I can do it you can for sure do it it's just sort of I mean you know I'll never run a six minute mile but you know I can run the distance that I choose to run just you know adding a mile each week like we just put the time in and anybody can yeah. do it so how would you describe Lindsay yourself as a runner maybe 10 15 years ago oh I hated it <laughs> hated it <laughs> hated it yeah yes. Um, but now I think like the group changes things and yeah. having a group for anything makes it so much more fun and um, just easier and yeah. you pass the time because you're talking, maybe you're FaceTiming, <laughs> <laughs> whatever gets you through the ride. Right. So, I mean, now I really like it, but it's for a lot of reasons. Right. So. Yeah. I, and, and I agree. I, and, I, and I actually agree with my... My buddies and I will run, and it is sometimes it's complaining or celebrating or complaining. There's yeah. never any medium when I'm on my run. It's always really high or really low. But, you know, I think that, that ultimately the running part does kind of keep you medium. And you said, you know, you're a better, better mom. Um, I'm definitely a, uh, a better uh, employee, boss, whatever I am here, if I get my run in in the morning. And it's great that you guys have sort of experienced that because I – I didn't think of Denise's friends, my sister's friends, as runners growing up. I mean, that wasn't something that Lindsay lit, lived literally uh, a block away from us, and I just wouldn't think of of her as a runner. And it's just when Denise ex explained to me, you know, how much you guys got into it, it just was was just inspiring to me. Yeah. I mean, Denise was saying like, you guys were like texting back and forth that 
you wanted to be back on that Cape Cod course and get me out of this regular life. I want to be back there in Ragnar, right? Uh, no, the very next morning. So we got home Sunday, Mother's Day. You're like, oh, Mother's Day. Yeah, um, and exactly. then, but you're you're having your like full on like you're so tired, like the Ragnover or whatever they call it. And then so Monday morning, front and center, my kids ready to go. We got to get them all out the door. Got to take them all to school and meltdown after meltdown. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, this race was so much easier yeah. than my everyday life. Right. <laughs> so we, we talked about a few of the, the kind of the highlights. Was there any low lights? Um, other other kind of um, things from the event that you guys remember that you wish you better prepared for for people who are maybe doing their first Ragnar uh you know, in DC this September? I mean, I think the only thing I would say about being prepared is just, for me, there's, as you said before, there are enough outside factors that just be prepared for the running. Like actually just, you know, right. be yeah. able to do, be really prepared physically for the distances so that that's not also a factor. On yeah, right. Because the sleep deprivation, like- Yeah, it's real. It's real. It is real. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be my biggest. Yeah. 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 I think as long as you've trained, I I don't know. I I did find myself very nervous for each run, like while the person before me was finishing. And I don't think I've ever felt that nervous Mm -hmm. before. But I mean, I knew I could run the distance. So that wasn't a problem. Um, yeah, I think you just kind of like just train as much as you need to and then just kind of go into it and have fun. So you're the team captain, right, Laura? So from that perspective like what what are the things that you can do to because it's hard to get 12 people together to do anything true much less you know go through the night run 200 miles rent vans travel to cape cod i mean the, the logistics behind this is just incredible what what things can you do to twist people's arms to make sure that you get them out there for the event um well let's see you do a lot of convincing there was one friend we had to take out to dinner and like after a (laughs) bottle of wine she's like okay i'll do it for you guys i'm like yes um there was another friend who was nervous she wouldn't have any friends after the race just kind of keep twisting is it gonna be so fun um no i think we were lucky in that we already kind of had like a group of ladies that we run with and so they were all you know they, nobody wants to miss out on that bonding yep. um but yeah i mean i think so we got lucky that we were able to convince enough people the last two runners that added one of them we didn't really know but she was at a party oh right we started talking nice. about it she's like i'll do it I'm in. and then she added her cousin and we're like we, yeah. and, she, and she said she would do any of the legs. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you're the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah, yes. yes. And so would her cousin. Right. <laughs> she got the wicked hard yeah. medal. Yeah. She did the hardest. Yeah. So. Well, Ragnar is a uh, great supporter of Pacers running. Um, so talk about, I mean, talk about them. Like, you know, we, you talked about all that you had to do to get organized for it. You know, talk about the course, their organization, all the things uh, that you saw from Ragnar. I thought it was really well organized. The directions to each thing were very clear and mm-hmm. concise. The app is amazing. Um, I think I was running on my last leg and I saw someone go straight and I was like, no, it says to go right, but we we're kind of passing the other leg going. And so I pulled up the app and my location was on. So it was like showing me that I was following the exact wow. route. Um, I haven't seen that. Wow, their that's very cool. Yeah, their app yeah. is really good. 
Yeah, everything was really well marked. They had a lot of police presence for like major crossings and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I was really, I thought it was really well organized. And for, as a side note, for all those that run races for the medals, yeah. their medal is pretty Yeah, their medal is really cool. Did they, do they still do the, the 12 medals together that connect mm-hmm. for one yeah. message? Mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool. We'll tweet out a picture of, of what those look like. I think I have one from, or I'm sure I you have guys one got a picture on my phone, that you, yeah. can, you yeah. can send us to. We'll tweet that out. Another thing that I love about Ragnar Realize is you, you, you combine like, you know, people who are really into running, like professional runners, like you guys call uh, Denise or me or Joanna, and then just, you know, your average regular runners. Did you have any experiences where, you know, there was a crossover between the professional runner and the average <laughs> runner? Uh, well, there's, um, it was the start of our Van Two's like night run, and mm-hmm. Denise, um, your sister, mm-hmm. was getting psyched up. She I had love her, that Denise she, is this professional runner. Now. Yeah, <laughs> well, to, to regular people yeah. like us. And, um, you know, so she gets, she has her earphones in, she's like doing a whole dance right. to like Warming the chain up. smokers. Yeah. Oh, her peacock <laughs> pants are her racing <laughs> right, pants. Right. Yeah, and of course, like every outfit she had was perfectly coordinated. Which makes sense. Your right. family is a yeah. running we apparel, have, yeah, whatever. Right. We have running um, apparel here. Yep. So Courtney is running into the exchange, and you pass off the slap bracelet within these cones or whatever. And Courtney is just, you know, one of our friends. One of your friends. Yeah. yeah. An average yeah. average okay. Joe runner. Okay. Gotcha. And so she's coming in, and I have the video of her coming in and all tired. <laughs> she's in all of her, like, night gear. And Denise starts running with her arm back <laughs> as if she's passing off, getting a baton in, like, an Olympic distance <laughs> real life track like a 400 relay four by 400 relay right. or something and i'm in the video like denise slow down this is not a real race and we're like courtney's where is she get back here yeah, yeah. she's probably like yelling stick 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 I, you know, I, to, to it was the, hilarious yes yeah, Denise, you're probably saving maybe two seconds over. I mean, how long? I mean, it's not even there? really timed. I mean, it's, not. <laughs> it's exactly. a 30-hour race. Right. It was hilarious. I actually have another one for you. Okay, please, yes. A, a big difference between the professional runners and the average runners. Right. So we heard about this thing called kills. Oh, right. <laughs> right, right. So if you pass somebody, that's considered a kill. Kill, right. So an R-man, you know, would... We'd all go out or everybody, everybody would come back and be like, uh, how does this kill thing work? Because I think we have like a net, I have a net zero. Like I killed one person and then I got killed by like one right. more. Right. So I think I'm in the negative. So of course, everybody's like evening out to zero. We're not killing anybody. And um, Denise comes back apparently from her run. And like, so Denise, how many kills did you get? And she's like, um, I don't know, maybe like 30. <laughs> So we rewrote on the van, like, kills, Denise, leg one. I think, like, 30. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're all like, I think I just got killed by, like, 10 people. <laughs> so uh, are you guys going to continue to run? Like, what, what is running now for you? Or is this just kind of one and done? Well, we, as I said, our Tuesday, Thursday kind of morning run, that's been going on it's for, gonna continue. for two wow. years. That's We've done okay, that for, so, like, a okay. couple years. We all just signed up for the Army 10-Miler um, I'm supposed to do the Navy half marathon. That, wow. Oh, that was one of the, the lady who thought she wasn't going to have any friends. Was She was like, well, I'm, I'm doing this half marathon in September. I was like, okay, I'll sign up. As long as you sign up for Ragnar. Um, yeah, so, and obviously we were researching our next Ragnar. So, so will you do Cape Cod or will you, you'll do a different one this time? I think we'd like to do a different one. I mean, I would do Cape Cod again, right? Would yeah, you? I thought, I thought it was. I thought it was great. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I wanted to um, 
close by kind of making it about me, um, of course. <laughs> so I've got, I, I've, as I've chronicled on this podcast many times, I've got this eight, eight month, well, he's nine months. How old are you? How old are you guys, kids? Uh, six and three. Six and three. Almost seven, five and three. Oh my gosh, wow. I mean, I, I just, I feel like I'm in this spot where I'm just, first of all, I dropped him on his head last week <laughs> and I just feel like I'm, I, I felt like the worst dad on the planet, which I talked about last week on the show, but I just feel like I'm never going to be able to get back to a normal, regular life. I love my new life. Don't get me wrong. Um, is that true or is am I wrong? No, I well it's hard to say. I feel like over a certain amount of time you don't know what part you adjust right. to and mm-hmm. but I I mean I definitely think that when when I when we had my first child I was not running. Right. And um I just kind of quit working out and my husband runs mm-hmm. and him trying to get in just his runs like you was really hard. Now we're both working out you know, most days. I love to hear this. Love yeah. to hear this. Yes. It will all yes. Okay. Okay. Like that's that's good. Okay. Yeah. You kind of figure out your new normal life and you make it work. I mean, okay. as you know, that's a priority for you. Then you guys will figure out how to make it work. It's, it's all doable. Uh, I, it's I, all doable. You got to think positive. Uh, you guys shared a great story of, of Cape Ragnar Cape Cod. I, I really appreciate your time. Uh, we're going to let you uh, relieve those, those babysitters now. Uh, it's Lindsay Lapham and Laura Seymour. They join us here on Pace Nation. Thank you so much, guys. Really thanks for having it. us. Yeah, thanks for having us. All right, there they go. It's Lindsay Lapham and Laura Seymour. They joined us here on Pace Nation. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program. And thanks again to Lindsay Lapham and Laura Seymour for joining us here on Pace Nation. Um, I don't know if I'm setting a new precedent by just having family friends come on the show. <laughs> Your dad's going to be upset that he hasn't been on yet. Uh-huh. The doc's parents are going to be upset. Um, your mom. Uh, I don't know that my mom will be too Your upset. brother would definitely be upset. Yeah, he might. we got to have a show that we talk about uh, Brother Russo as much as I talked about Denise. <laughs> I'm sure he would enjoy that, right? Uh... Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Anyways, great to have them on. Uh, fun stories. Uh cool perspectives from a couple of newish runners. I mean, Laura's run marathons, and so she's been a runner, but Lindsay is, is fairly new to running and has become quite a runner. I love that they meet every Tuesday and Thursday mornings. How I know. Awesome I, it's so funny to me when people are like, oh, I'm like not a real runner. I yeah. don't really run. And then I'm like, you're, you're meeting three days a week <laughs> to know. go for runs. Like, that's so pretty legit. That's, that's you're pretty a runner. Real. That is pretty real. Uh, but that was awesome to have them. Again, Ragnar... Uh, Ragnar relays are, are just some of the coolest events that, that you can do. Uh, and you know, this one in September here is coming up. So I'm going to have to rally my group, um, to make sure that we do it. Any chance that you would run it too, uh, Joanna? Uh, on your team? Uh, no, maybe on a, um, a, t- a team that at least, uh, builds or something like that. Um, Elise never is never lacking for people. Everybody yeah, really wants to be true. on her team, but if she ever needed me, she knows she can call me and I will hop in there. All right. Um, I wanted to get to a couple other things here today, uh, Joanna. I mentioned that uh, some coaches locally that are friends of the show are sort of changing positions. Uh, I wanted to congratulate um, keeping it as talking about my family the entire show. <laughs> congratulate Julie. 
uh, she was named the officially named the director of track and field across country at Georgetown yesterday. So very excited about that. Uh, she was the interim director for this past year and did a fabulous job. So the AD and the university uh, hired her on to be the uh, permanent director. And so that is really exciting news for Georgetown and for us. And she's doing a great job there. I'm actually headed to Kentucky this weekend um, where regionals take place. So very proud of that. So congratulations to Julie. We'll have to get her on uh, sometime this summer to talk about her experience um, with with uh, what Georgetown has been this past year. Also uh, wanted to mention that friend of the show, good friend of the show, Matt Sensiewicz, uh stepped down from AU. He was the director of cross country track and field there. Uh, and he is going to focus on other things like his book, uh, like Father Like Son. Uh, he's gonna help Matthew a little bit mm-hmm. here and there, which is, um, you know, Matthew's, got a full-time coach in Alberto Salazar, but coach is always a good, really has advisor. helped Matthew. Advisor. He's really helped Matthew throughout his running career. Um, and then he's also going to focus on the district track club. I um, heard that he was going to be making some podcast appearances. Yeah, or, or yeah, we, we, we will have him on more frequently now that he's got more time. Doesn't have any excuses. No excuses. So uh, so congrats to, to coach on a great run at AU over 20 years, and he's done some amazing things there. Uh, turned that program from, you know, nothing to, you know, a powerhouse at times, especially on the men's side. Um, he is just the best in the business in terms of, of coaching and X's and O's and track and field and cross country, and um, he's still got a lot of great things in him. It's just he's going to transition away from AU. Uh Sort of related to that, Joanna, so I, you know, I mentioned uh, that we were going to talk about uh, some, some news with professional runners. Uh, Matthew's coach, Alberto Salazar, has been in the news recently. Have mm-hmm. you read about this? All these allegations of potential drug use or... Yes. Um, yeah. It's kind of hard. If you are a let's run reader, it is hard to avoid. Yeah. And it, but it's hard for me to quite understand what they're, what they're not, there's no real like hard evidence of, of, of any sort of drugs or specific drugs that he's using or, and I, I just don't, um, I don't know what to think about it. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I know Matthew who's part of that group. Um, and Alberto coaches other great athletes like Galen Rupp and Mo Farah and a few others. Uh, but just knowing Matthew, I just I can't I just can't believe the allegations would be true. Uh, I'm biased, you know. <laughs> I'm biased, and I fully yeah, admit and, that. And that can work both ways, right? Because you can't be totally objective because you know Matthew, and so you're. Your opinion of Matthew and your relationship with Matthew affects how you feel about the allegations against his coach. But in the same term, like it works on the opposite side too, where because you have a personal connection to Butter Salazar, you're not just going by what other people have said because you do have that that line in where you feel like you you know a different side of him maybe True. than than people who are objective do. And I think that these rumors have been circulating for a very long time about Alberto Salazar, and there are definitely a lot of people within the running community that that kind of like want to get him because they feel like he's dirty and they feel like they haven't had the opportunity to really catch him doing something. So I do think that he's watched with a closer microscope than probably any other coach that's out there. And 
Yeah. And Except for maybe um, Jama Aiden. That, the true. Two, the two of them, because they produce such all-stars who just seem like such amazing standout runners, they, they're going to be watched closer. And, and again, you're right. I'm biased, and I fully admit that. But you and I spent, and Doc spent, you know, a full day almost with Matthew up in Boston earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, getting to know the guy, I just can't believe... <laughs> And we asked him some tough questions. Yeah. We asked him some tough questions, and it just it just doesn't add up to me that they would be doing anything nefarious to me. Yeah, but that's also Matthew, and he's not the sum of the whole. So you true. don't know everything that's going on in that training group. Yep, that, that's true. So Kellen Sung wrote a pretty cool article on the Post uh, this past week. Um, we've had Kellen on the podcast, and he's gotten to know Coach and Matthew. And so he has a few quotes in there from Coach. Uh, didn't talk to Matthew. Matthew's busy. He opened his season up last week, running 3:33, mm-hmm. winning this race, which is incredible beat Mo Farah. Beat Mo Farah. So uh, he is uh, well on his way to having a uh, productive 2017 season. I did like in an article he said that he um, he was like a little too easy on himself in the indoor season, right. and that did make me think of him eating clam chowder yes. before the yeah. night before a race. Yeah, it was, was like, our fault. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Matthew, I yeah. do think you're a little too easy on yourself. No, no question. Um, <clears throat> from a world champion to a uh, world record uh, on Sunday. Yes. I mean, somewhat. I don't know if I can really make that transition. <laughs> so tell us about this world record that you, but, but I'll, I'll do it anyway. Uh, yeah. t- tell us about this world record that you saw Sunday. Um, well, technically I didn't see it because I was behind it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but, um, so I ran the Capitol Hill Classic. Awesome. Yeah. I jumped in there. I nice. ran with, um, JT running DC. Did Ju- you, did, do you feel like you ran well? Yeah. Julie Good. and I had a great there race. Neither one of us were really like racing, sure. but we both ran faster than we thought we did. We had a great time. Awesome. Um, I think I have a new running partner. We're like very well, um, like our strides are very even. So well, if you can run a marathon like she did, I know, uh, I know that's also what I'm thinking. So it's great. Um, but anyway, so Julia and I were a little behind this six year old named Ava Johnson Mm -hmm. who ran a new world record in the 10 K for six year olds in 4759, the previous 4759. Yeah. And her, the previous world record not held by Ava Johnson was 5208 for six year olds. So she demolished it. She demolished it. Yeah. Um, and it was, it's also great because her family was in town for a graduation ceremony because all the schools are doing their graduations and, um, they weren't even going to stay for Sunday, but then they're like, oh, let's hop in this race. And just set a world record. Yeah. So her family did kind of pace her. Okay. Um, she had family members that were pacing her. But according to reports in the last uh, mile, she just took it off on, on her own. Wow. Yeah. And our, and our, t- cool. yeah, our timing company did have to verify her results <laughs> because typically if a six-year-old comes up like that fast, you know, they're just going to oh, be of course. like, yeah. forget so, it, take, take it out. Take it out. Ran and dad's, uh, you know, the, 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 the dad ran the kid's bib. Yeah, sure, exactly. Yeah. But um, the, it is an official verified result. For so did Chris have to send it to USATF, or who is it officially verified by? Uh, that I'm, I'm not... I'm asking questions you don't know. Yeah, right? that's, a, yeah. that's above right, my we'll get, level. We'll get Chris on the, on the podcast. I promise all these people on the podcast <laughs> all the time. Uh, but that's awesome. 47.59. Yeah. <laughs> Six years old? That's incredible. Oh, and guess where she's from? Arlington. Nope. New Jersey. New Jersey. Oh, there we go. Well, speaking of Jersey, we have a store uh, 
in New Jersey, 7 Palmer Square, Pacers Running. Also has five area DC locations. Pacers Running, of course, is for every run. So if you're in the need for shoes, other equipment, race advice, anything, uh, check out any of our five area stores or a store in New Jersey. Also uh, wanted to mention this week that if you sign up for the Crystal City Twilighter, you can get $20 off a pair of shoes. So sign up today. You'll get $20 off a pair of shoes uh, in the month of June. All right, I know it's not a tweets segment, but I just wanted to mention that um, funny tweets. We were selling these uh, tank tops, these DC flag tank tops. Mm -hmm. Somehow I was a model for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, DC Dog Runner uh, tweeted in, Lawrence Soto tweeted in, Lawrence said, it's always tank top weather, bro. Well, it is for him. <laughs> DC Dog Runner said he was pulled over last time that he wore a tank in the city. Hashtag gun show. Wow. Uh, pretty funny tweets. Wow. So, anyways, I just, you know, they were about me. They're about the, the, the DC flag tank top, which you can get online or in stores now, too. So I just wanted to bring those, those guys up. Uh, you can always tweet the show at Pace the Nation. We do tweets episodes. Occasionally. Uh, separately. So uh, tweet the show and, you know, we could possibly read your tweet out, uh, comment on it, make fun of it. All, that. <laughs> all right. Good show, Joanna. Uh, Docs, you're missed. He's really going to be missed when I try to edit the show down. <laughs> uh, hopefully next week, William E. Docs will be back in studio. We will be back next week. Uh, I can tell you that for sure. Uh, but this week, thank you to Laura Seymour and Lindsay Lappin for joining us today on Pace Nation to talk about their experience at Ragnar Cape Cod. Thanks to Kelly, the intern. Thanks to you, the listener. Thanks to Joanna E. Russo. And for William E. Docs, who is off-site, I'm Chris Farley. This is Pace Nation. We'll see you next week. <laughs>